0: This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Guardians FanCast. You can find us on Twitter at Guardian FanCast. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFanCast.com. Today we've got a special interview with Alex Espinoza of the Ricky Henderson of blogs. He does a podcast and a blog about the Oakland A's and we're going to talk about the upcoming trade deadline, who the A's might make available, and if there might possibly be a fit between the A's and the Guardians. So, Something to just keep in mind is that if you like this podcast, if you'd like to support this podcast, please go to sheetsgiggles.com and check out the bedding, the sheets provided by Sheets and Giggles, a great company that has sustainably made sheets that are friendly for the environment and also will help you get a great night's sleep. My wife and I love our sheets from Sheets and Giggles. They've helped us get a better night's sleep. And as parents of toddlers and my wife is pregnant, street sleep is incredibly important to us. And Sheets and Giggles has helped us with that. So I really like their products. If you go and you check it out, It's a little more expensive than what your typical sheet or bedding might be and that's because of the quality of the product that you're getting and the fact that it's safe for the environment and made here by people that you know and people that you uh, can care about from uh, the community that we all live in here in this country. So really important to check them out and companies like this out. So I hope you do a look at their website if there's something that you like that at the checkout you would enter the code GUARDIANS to get 15% off code guardians to get 15% off and support the pod. So with that said, let's get on to our interview. Hey, it's Quincy from Guardians FanCast, and I'm here with Alex Espinoza of the Ricky Henderson of blogs, Ricky Henderson of Twitter accounts. He's got a blog, an Oakland A's blog, an Oakland A's podcast and uh, I just discovered it this past week, and uh, it, it's super entertaining. Alex, thanks for joining me today. You want to tell people about yourself in any, any other terms?
1: Yeah, thank you, Quincy. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for reaching out. It's always fun to do pods with uh, podcasters of other teams, you know. It's good, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I, so actually, I just do this for fun. Uh, my day job, I work for the Warriors radio station. I write, I write stories for their website, but um, you know, I've been covering the A's um, professionally kind of since 2010. Uh, I was like MLB.com's intern that summer. and Oh, wow. And, and then um, ever since then, I've kind of been doing sports journalism. That was like my first gig. Um, so it's cool. Yeah. And I, you know, I grew up an A's fan. Like um, I grew up in the East Bay uh, as a kid. So I've been following the team basically my whole life. Um But then, yeah, I started the Ricky Henderson of blogs. Uh, We also got a Twitter. um, We have Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and then, i i just started up something called playback which is really cool it's like
0: uh oh yeah i've seen i've seen that yeah we have a guy who's doing some of that in guardians twitter uh zach with at the corner podcast and that that's really cool stuff yeah
1: yeah it's like in beta yeah it's kind of like twitch Mm -hmm. um you know and yeah it's cool but uh but yeah i just started this as like a quarantine project and here we are like two years later still going (laughs) so yeah dude yeah, that's yeah.
0: great that's great well you certainly bring some professional credentials to the situation I, folks that listen here they know that i take it seriously but i also like to have a lot of fun with yeah, it. yeah i like and to I, have
1: fun too yeah, and, and yeah, I, sure.
0: I just wanted to say that too that, that you're you're professional but you also know how to have a lot of fun and i think that should stand out with the name of your twitter account and the name of your blog because <laughs> there is not much more fun in baseball history than ricky henderson
1: uh, yeah Ricky's
0: that, the best yeah, <laughs> yes I and as somebody who's never been an ace fan I mean I've never had anything against the A's except that the Guardians always play terrible when they go to Oakland but um <laughs> I've, I've always loved Ricky Henderson I remember the end of his career um very well as as a great player so anyway yeah guys check yeah. out his Twitter account which I'll put up a link to and, and all your stuff I'll put a link to. In the thanks description man the appreciate episode. it yeah yeah thanks. well whoever wants to check it out which I hope people will but today we want to talk a little bit about the Oakland A's and the possibility of a trade between the Guardians and the A's so to kind of work our way there uh, tell me yeah. tell me kind of where things are for the A's right now obviously I know from a, a little bit of a distance that it's a tough year
1: <laughs> it's yeah, worse, a, very, yeah.
0: a very difficult yeah. year to yeah, be an A's sure. fan like Kind of feel hated by your ownership, Reds and A's fans kind of in that way right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, l- give me kind of a little bit of a state of the team right now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, there's a I mean, people expected this going in because they traded away Chris Bassett, you know, Sean mm-hmm. and I, Matt Chapman, um, you know, people expected it was going to be a bad year. Uh, I think their high watermark, they were 10 and eight. And I, was, I wrote a blog. I was like, oh, they're two games over 500. Like, wow, <laughs> This we, we may never see this again. And, yeah, yeah. We, have, we, and we have not. Yeah. Appreciate, <laughs> so, appreciate it right now. <laughs> yeah. So they're like the worst team in the league. Um, yeah. They, uh, they have some prospects, but they're they're hitting like, they have this outfielder, Christian Pache, came mm-hmm. up um, in the Olsen trade. And uh, he was, but he's hitting like 159. So they sent him mm-hmm. back down. Uh, this Mm -hmm. exciting third baseman Kevin Smith he's hitting like 180 they sent him back down so Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I mean it's pretty rough I mean um, I think like the biggest storyline is like not even happening on the field it's like their search for the new stadium Mm -hmm. Um, yeah they're, they're trying hard to get a new stadium in West Oakland so to keep them in Oakland so a lot of people want to keep them in Oakland don't want to see them go to Vegas so that's like that's really the biggest thing, kind of going on, I think. Honestly, yeah,
0: yeah. That, that was kind of my assessment of the situation, and certainly for all the A's fans, you who, who I'm sure many, many of them are desperate to keep them in Oakland. I hope that all pans out, and I hope they can get something that's fair for the um, for the community and uh, can keep the team there. That'll be great. Uh, I I was able to go to an A's game, uh, 2019, and oh wow, uh, yeah. While the while the stadium is a dump. Yeah, um, it thought, is. Yeah. I, I love
1: it, the, though. I love the dump, but it, it is see, a dump. I'm yeah.
0: sure that you do. And I and I was yeah. going to say, I, I I found it strangely attractive and charming because of the fans. Uh, I just absolutely love the fans. I love the fact that they were tailgating before the game. I love all the music yeah. they were playing and everything. Uh, so that it was a good experience, despite the fact that I was like, "Yep, yep, that's kind of a dump." But hey, should, it's our. You should have so.
1: seen that place for Raiders games. It was crazy, man. That place <laughs> oh, was I'm wild. Sure. Yeah, I'm <laughs> that place sure. was wild. I, yeah. I, <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. So obviously, people are thinking that the A's might be trading some guys. Are there guys that you kind yeah. of expect to get moved at the deadline?
1: Um. So. They already traded one guy, Christian Bethencourt. He was basically a, a scrappy pickup this past offseason, like through word of mouth from a the reliever. They were like, "Oh, you should pick this guy up," and they flipped him into two minor leaguers from the Rays. So, right. I mean, it's good on them, but it's also like, "Damn, this guy does good, and he's gone after three months." It's like classic, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it's like they, it's like literally, anybody that does anything good, it's like, "Oh, well, we gotta get rid of this guy." <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, they're not going to be winning anything, and so if they can get two prospects for like a 30 year old guy, might as well. Um, but I, I think I don't. I don't. I would. I would not be surprised if they didn't trade anybody. But um, but I'm I'm thinking maybe somebody will get desperate and maybe just throw a really really good package at them for Frankie Montas. But in neither of these guys, there's really no rush for either. Like they're both under um you know they're both under club control i can pull it up but uh yeah yeah frankie has arbitration next year and then yeah murphy's just entering arbitration next right. year so there's three mm-hmm. more years of club control so there's really no no rush and uh, even david force came out and said like you know w- we don't feel the pressure to trade frankie in the next 30 days so yeah if those guys aren't going um i i don't know um I know when we were were messaging, you mentioned Lou Trevino. That's an interesting name, actually. Like, if someone wants to take a leap, uh, because if you look at his number, it's pretty ugly. Um, Yeah, yeah. you
0: know what's kind of interesting about him, obviously, and I'm sure you probably know this, is that um, it looks mainly like he's getting super unlucky in some ways. Yeah, like the Uh,
1: difference is FIP and ERA is crazy, yeah.
0: Right, right. And even his (laughs) ex-FIP... I mean, it, everybody should like think about this. Uh, Luciano's ERA is 711, <laughs> the, the gas station, and his XFIP is 3.14. Wow, that's kind of interesting. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that is, a, that's like four runs. Yeah, four. Difference. That's wild. That, I, I don't think that there are too many people that have thrown. Uh, how many he's thrown 25 innings this year. And that, that difference, like that's pretty unusual. So yeah. yeah, I, I do wonder if teams, and it might not be the guardians or not, but teams might say, Hey, I wonder if uh, you know, we can fix this and this will change. But of course the A's are smart and I know they're not a team that typically trades guys at the, the nadir of their values. So I, I kind of yeah. wonder if they'll, they'd be like, we can probably get this guy to bounce back. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, It's really helpful to kind of hear that. Now, I imagine everybody's going to be in on Frankie Montas and trying to say, like, especially if he can show that he's healthy. And I know that sounds like maybe, like, after the break, he's going to try to show that he's, you know, back to where he should be. Um, so if if Montas is healthy and people are really going after him, uh, what do you think the A's are going to kind of look for? Are there particular, like, positions of need in their their <laughs> system that you think they'll try to target?
1: It's, like, everywhere. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I was thinking about this, like, coming in. I was like, where do they need, you know, like, you know, AAA-level, A AA level guys, you know, some guys who could maybe come up and make an impact by next year. Um, right. And it's pretty much – you can look across the board. I mean, first base for sure. Um, catcher, they're actually pretty good. They, their top prospect is uh, this dude, Shane Langoliers. He has, like, 17 right. or 18 homers. And he just – he is killing the ball. Like, four cities ready, but there's no at best for him in Oakland. So, it's like, why are they going to – the the general manager said that Langoliers is ready, but you know there's no abs for him because Murphy's doing so well. So uh, they're just, they're keeping him in AAA. That's why another factor where I think Murphy might get dealt, like even though they, he's under club control, is just because um, you know. Yeah, Langoliers, Langoliers looks really good. Yeah. So. Yeah, and
0: he was your piece, and he was your big piece in the Olson deal. That and, that and yeah. Pache, um, yeah. yeah. I was kind of reading up on Pache and they said that you know fan graphs I thought it was interesting. They were like when he first comes up, he's gonna be a nine hole hitter. It's just a question of whether he can reach the power that he's got, the raw power that he's got. So yeah. if I was an ace fan, I think I'd be, you know, like, okay, you know, it was a tough start, but that's not unexpected, I guess. Yeah, and it's gonna I, take time. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say too, he's definitely got like 80 grade makeup, like that guy. It, I, yeah, he's time. fun to
1: watch and his defense is worth it almost yeah. like honestly his glove almost makes him worth putting in the lineup like a mm-hmm. designated fielder or something and then like any hit you get great but i think they just don't want to kill his confidence early yeah. on and, you know that makes so, sense yeah. all
0: yeah. right yeah so i that's yeah. kind of was my assessment and what you know just kind of reading up on the a system that they can probably use help in, in just about any area yeah. which yeah. honestly almost any system if you can find value in an area you're going to find you're going to find ways to make it work like
1: yeah i guess they want I would... pitching like they, they mm-hmm. want, i think they have some guys who are down like single a but they want some like probably higher level pitching maybe mm-hmm. some dudes who mm-hmm. could like some top level guys but but i mean yeah the, frankie's probably their best bet i don't think murphy would command that big of a return i think it would get something decent but frankie could probably get you something i would think
0: I, that's kind of interesting to hear your perspective on that. Cause I think that guardians Twitter in general kind of feels like Sean Murphy is going to require a lot and, and it might possibly be because we've had such terrible hitting catchers for a long time that yeah. we see somebody who's a pretty good defensive catcher and also can. No, know, He's, a, great, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, maybe he can get you a top level prospect, but it, I just think there's like a, a short ceiling for his offensive game. Like I don't mm-hmm. know if you'll ever see him hit over 230 or 240, but yeah. he can hit dingers and doubles. Like he he actually he has power, but mm-hmm. he's going to get out a lot. You know, yeah. So, a well,
0: we're, <laughs> for people in the desert, um, a little bit of water looks really really good. And that's kind of <laughs> where we are as far as catcher hitting goes. Our catcher defense has been great, but hitting is just unbelievable. Our I just thought like for example, our 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 starting catcher. I just saw somebody compare his stats to Zach Grinky, and Zach Grinky is a better hitter than our starting catcher ever has been. So you, you can understand, you can understand. Why. Who's your guys catcher? Who's your catcher? Austin Hedges. Austin Hedges. And yeah. and no slam on Austin Hedges because he is an insane. He's maybe the best framer in baseball uh but he just can't hit he can't hit so that's one of the reasons but we do have a guy in triple in triple a right now bo Naylor, who's josh Naylor's brother wow. who really is killing the ball kind of like shayla and gliers only he just got up to triple a so it's kind of like yeah he's probably catching the future so i do wonder if the guardians you know typically they might be on somebody like murphy if they might be like yeah we maybe don't need to spend that much on a catcher because we got this guy coming up so I, I do wonder if that might be the case um but I, I definitely do think that we need pitching. Now, let me just ask you about this one idea. Sure. Obviously, uh, he's had a pretty good year for you guys. He's kind of broke out for you, uh, Paul Blackburn, and they have a lot of a lot of control over him. I it, it seems like he's the kind of guy they're want, going to want to keep around, I assume. Right. Because I, I do wonder if teams are going to be like, hey, you know A's? are you just trying to load up prospects and, and you for the future and do you want to trade anybody who might be yeah. you know valuable so what's what interesting
1: that? i yeah that's interesting uh, when i saw that name i kind of yeah I, I hadn't even thought about that honestly just because he just got established like a month ago a couple of months ago basically like people are like okay blackburn kind of figured it out uh he just made the all-star team but but, yeah, like you said, he's under control for three years. Like, I feel like he's the kind of guy they probably want to keep around. And almost, like, if they trade Montas, uh, eventually, like, say this offseason, they trade Montas, um, you know, they could uh, – he could just kind of turn into their de facto A so they at least have somebody they can count on for innings because – it's. I don't know if you could trade away. At, you know, <laughs> it's hard to trade away at everybody. Someone's got to pitch some innings. I mean, yeah, Irving for sure. Cole, Cole Irvin will still eat up some innings, but uh, I feel like Blackburn and Irvin—they'll probably try to keep those guys around. Um, that's an interesting. Interesting though. I, you know, somebody. Yeah. I'm. I'm sure teams are kicking the tires on them for sure. You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess my thought on it, like as I think about the A's and the Guardians, as we kind of narrow in on that, I the guardians could use some help, some, at least some depth at the major league level at catching. But like I said, with Naylor coming up, I'm not sure they're going to spend what they would, they're going to give up the resources that they would need to, to get a Murphy, because honestly, there just aren't that many catchers in baseball that can get around hundred WRC plus that can hit those doubles and homers like he can. So I don't know that they're going to do that. Uh, I would totally be in on it if they, if they would like, and I think that could work. Uh, But I think, if I had to guess that the guardians might like to add some pitching that's major league ready now, because they have a ton of good pitching at the double a level, the double a and single a and and high a level. Uh So my thought is there might possibly, and we don't have to predict it, but there might possibly be a deal for the A's and the guardians to look at when you look at Montas or maybe a Blackburn where the A's could say, okay, maybe there's a guy who's who's pretty darn close at being major league ready and probably will be in the next year and, and get maybe a couple of those guys in exchange and, and, maybe like, you know, a high or low a bat that they like for a Montas or a, or a Blackburn. But yeah. again, that the, the um, and, and it might take more than that. Cause pitching is going to be an absolute premium, but I wonder your thoughts about that. Like maybe the A's might say, okay, there's some really good prospects yeah. that are like double a level that we could exchange.
1: Yeah. I think that would probably match up well. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to take a look at their top prospects right now, but I think most of their guys, you know, they're still a couple years off, you know, at least. Um, so if they could, you know, kind of build that next wave of pitching right now, if, if you guys have some good double A guys, I think that could make sense. Um, I don't know if you guys have a first baseman too. They, they still really don't have a first baseman coming up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting.
0: Know. It's interesting to think about that too. I did think about that because I think Guardians fans would probably say, well, we need, we might need some help at first base, (laughs) but, but um, I'm not sure I necessarily agree. I will say, I think the name that I would keep an eye on in almost any kind of deal like that. Well, in in this case, probably the two guys to keep an eye on. If if the Guardians want to make a, a big splash in some kind of move, like maybe they say, hey, Montas, if we have our hands on him, because the Guardians are pretty darn good with working with pitching. They're like, well, maybe Montas could be a number two type starter for us. because He's pretty darn good. And we could use him for the upcoming 2023. So maybe they're willing to give a guy like Nolan Jones, who's currently with the team and hitting pretty darn well. And the team says, hey, Nolan Jones can play first. He, he came up as a third baseman. Now he's an outfielder, but they're like, oh, he can play first. And then uh, also a little bit in double A, yeah, Kenzie Noel, um, he's kind of our highest exit velocity anybody's ever seen kind of guy. Strikes mm-hmm. out uh, strikes out a lot, but absolutely tears the cover off the ball. He's going to be in the, in the MLB Futures game. So I think those are probably the two first baseman prospects that the team considers okay. pretty highly. So those those really? maybe could be names they could bandy about if they're talking about those players. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, anybody in the Futures game, dude, send them on over. Yeah, that'd probably <laughs> be fine. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> A
0: lot. And, and like, like, you know, anytime we talk about this, it's really hard to say like how teams value people. Like the thing about the guardians is they put young Noel on the 40 man in the off season. Everyone was kind of shocked because he's like projected to be a first base DH and he's been playing some outfield. So maybe they think he can, hmm. but It's like, wow, you know, was he really going to get selected, but he absolutely tears the cover off the ball. So maybe, but anyway, you know, it's just like, how do guys think about things, but I so it's kind of it, I think it'll, people will be very interested to hear that okay the A's would be interested in some pitching they'd be interested in maybe first baseman and some some power hitting guys there well just
1: yeah honestly everything I mean they have a a middle infielder that um, Nick Allen yeah second, mm-hmm. second or short is mm-hmm. good um, but honestly yeah if there's a good second baseman or this is then I mean, they have a third baseman Kevin Smith who might be all right and like Pache and some outfielders but they can use another outfield bat too like they could literally. They can use depth of literally like every <laughs> pretty much everything but catcher. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
0: well, and I'm not bragging because I had nothing to do with its development, but I will say that ESPN just ranked the Guardian system as the top system in baseball, and Fangrass has them in the top five. So I think that if okay. if they want to, I think there's probably a deal to be made. And, and we've got a lot of guys that are the thing the thing that we've got right now is a lot of guys that are really close to the majors. We've got a real 40-man crunch. So
1: so yeah, the guardians be- uh are you, are you guys like gonna be hardcore buyers you think
0: or i, I, I saw, I saw <laughs> yeah. you're like
1: 500 but yeah. like the six. the six wild card is mm-hmm. you know probably so
0: so really good question by you i i don't believe the guardians are going to be hardcore buyers i think what they'll do is what they always do which is what oakland does too which is say where is their value that we can get that can help us this year but also in future years which is why i'm a little skeptical about montas because he's only under team control for one more year so it's kind of like yeah eh, they're really going to go after that but I, I do know the plan is 2023 we're going to try to win the division this year it's like if everything breaks right we can compete for the division maybe sneak in at a wild mm. card so that's why i don't think they're going to be huge buyers. in fact they might sell guys they might sell some veterans to try to get some younger guys playing time but they also could be both, which is how they typically do things. They're like, okay, wherever we can find value, you know, how it is being a fan and a a person who covers a small market team. They're always like, where can we find value?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So that's what I expect. So I I think that now the last thing, I guess I wanted to talk to you about is had you heard that um, the guardians were probably second place for the medals and trade that's been going around for quite a while. No,
1: I did not know (laughs) that. So that is, so that means the A's are familiar with the prospects, and they've had some talks, probably. Then, right? yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, interesting. That's
0: what, I think people will be pretty interested to hear your thoughts, but yeah, that's that's pretty. I mean, uh, that's pretty clear from Guardians. You know, reading around rumors and stuff, and and some of our best reporters have said, yeah, they were second place for the A's. The A's just ended up liking that the Braves package a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, some of the names I even threw out to you today, I think were names that were bandied about in those trades so i think oh, there's wow. a possibility there's a possibility if there's uh some some needs to be had so
1: that's cool i mean yeah that's that's interesting yeah I, I it's i feel like it's really always hard to to try to connect two dots before a trade is done but i don't know this seems like there's something here maybe you know <laughs> i don't know
0: and it seems like it seems like you i mean oak oak people that are you know covering the team or or are following the team uh would be happy if if they were able to get talent that's on the verge of the majors that's going to help for the future in exchange for talent that's helping now you know guys that you can kind of stretch and say okay give them some time they won't be over their heads in the majors and and if they are then they'll be ready next year sounds like that could be a possibility
1: yeah definitely yeah like guys who can contribute next year you know 2024 for sure if they're still bad at 2024
0: something
1: went wrong you know so yeah, yeah. right but yeah I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should
0: be. I think we can figure something out, man. I think this is good. Well, Alex, thank you again. I uh, just want to make sure that that people can find you if they need you. You can find him on Twitter at Ricky, R-I-C-K-E-Y blog. Uh, that's where you can follow his Twitter account. Um, you uh, can uh, uh, get in touch with them there and get in touch with the podcast and the blog there. Anything else you want people to know about?
1: um i'm still getting used to the guardians still weird uh, <laughs> i know it's july and then yeah. also w- whenever the a's play in cleveland or play the, yeah i always just think about the time adam Rosales hit a home run um and they went to replay and they ruled it a double initially they went to replay and replays clearly showed it was a home run but angel hernandez still called it a double and uh ace fans still haven't forgot about that angel okay. hernandez so yeah <laughs> uh that was probably I, like seven years ago or something i don't know I, yeah but yeah
0: i have a vague I, memory of that and then adam result yeah. results came and played for us too what yeah. what an odd player to have you no know, connection oh with. yeah
1: yeah so that's when everything is the guardians that's what i think about is adam results <laughs> got robbed of the homer yeah oh,
0: so, i do um, i remember that game i remember saying ah you know it's kind of like angel hernandez giveth angel hernandez taketh <laughs> away blessed be the name of angel hernandez that kind of thing
1: yeah <laughs> all
0: right Alex, yeah, thanks thank a lot you, quincy yeah, thank you so much it, for your
1: time yeah. all right
0: this has been the cleveland guardians fan cast you can find us monday through friday on any podcast service that you prefer don't Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.